this is existing technology that everybody hates. And I want to talk about why it's the best thing ever. Okay. So there was a, a company that is talking about implanting subdermal chips in their employees that they can use to like unlock doors and paint the cafeteria and stuff like that. And everyone's talking about like, this is some crazy sci-fi dystopia. Like why don't we have meal pills and flying cars? Why do we have the creepy parts of sci-fi? And I want to talk about why a subdermal chip would be the best thing ever. Okay. Uh, and that's because I lose my wallet a lot. That's it. <laughs> Uh, depending on how big the chip is, you could code a lot of information on there and, uh, you could use that for basically anything. And, uh, I think the, the main drawback of the technology is someone like digging that chip out of you to rob you. Oh. I think it'd be way easier to scan it, right? Like do some sort of hacking. So I think it would have to be a technology that someone couldn't just like scan you and get all your information. So I don't really know how that would work. Like if you could pay with it, what's to stop somebody from using retail level technology to remotely just steal your information? I don't really have a good answer for that. I have a good answer uh, for that. And I, I brought it up in a previous podcast. And the idea would be you would put it in like a Faraday cage, like you'd surround it in metal and you'd have to like press your skin above it to like open an opening to allow the uh, electromagnetism signal to get in and out. That way you choose when that data is available and when it isn't. Yeah, there you go. That was a real kind of low-tech answer, I think. It's sort of like, well, we have a physical barrier to solve a technology problem. I like that. I guess you wouldn't want it to, like, grab part of a vein and, like, suck it in. It's a mechanical part. You would have to be careful to design it well so that it doesn't get stuck open or like pinch something. You might have to put it inside like a balloony type thing. That way there's no risk of injury. Yeah. I bet there would be like a certain segment of the population that like rejected it or had some sort of autoimmune response to it. And that would be funny. Not funny like, haha, a person sucks, but just sort of like it would be a wrinkle, right? Because you got this great technology okay. that exists, but some people, like, their bodies just like, nope, this is an invader. I don't know if it would be worth taking immunosuppressing drugs just to be able to have this cyborg part. I, I just I like the idea of wearable tech. And, like, the natural conclusion of wearable tech is implantable tech, right? Like, if you could have Google Glasses, why wouldn't you want Google LASIK or something like that at that point? Why wouldn't you want your cell phone parts being in your head and you just, like, press your head to make a call? I think a certain segment of the population would be like, that's creepy and gross. And a certain segment would be all about it. You know, you can't, you can't lose stuff that's subdermal. Yeah. But I don't know. That creeps people out, especially because it was a company having their employees do it, even though it was voluntary. So if you worked for that company, you would have done it? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's cool. And then like, it's a little thing you can pull out at any time. It's not like your company tattooing you a barcode or something like that. It's just like a little thing. If you think you're not being tracked with your ID badge already, you are, you know. I work at a place where they're like, even if someone holds the door open, you have to scan your badge every time you go through a door because they want to track where you're going throughout the building. <laughs> so it's not like you're not being tracked already. It's not like security doesn't want to know where you are. And I guess the more money you make, the less you're treated like that. <laughs> but I've definitely worked places where they, they wanted a, a firm idea of where everybody was. So it's not like this would be new. What I don't like about things like this, the people who push this type of technology, they have this group think where they think everything has to be connected all the time. 
and they don't give users control over them themselves, like over their own devices. It's like it's always on and that's sort of dystopian in my mind. Like if you have an implantable Google Glass and you can't turn it off or you can't disconnect it's, it's, it. It's recording everything you look at. Yeah. It's recording everything. You have this thing that's always listening to everything you say just so you can order tampons or something via your voice instead of spending 30 seconds to order it from Amazon or go to the store, giving up total privacy for such a trivial convenience. And actually, with the Amazon thing, the Alexa, they have a the video thing, the Amazon video HDMI dongle thing. That has a voice remote, and it only listens to your voice when you hold down the button on the remote. You know that it's not recording everything you say because it's only run by a tiny little watch battery. And so it, it wouldn't have the power to record everything. How's it going, Hal? Hey, thanks for coming. Nick Earl is here. Um, so we're talking about Jason's idea is a implantable device to... What's the point of the implantable device? Well, it basically could be your wallet. That's the technology that's available now. It could basically have your credit card and bank information and that sort of stuff. But in the future, it could be a lot more stuff than that. But anyway, these futuristic devices, uh, they try to make them always on. But like the Amazon video thing, the remote for that isn't always on. You press the button when you want it to listen to your voice. And you can use Alexa through that. So I basically programmed Alexa via the Alexa device and then threw that in the trash because I don't want it always listening. And then I use Alexa right. through right. this little remote that has the on-off capability. I I don't think those issues are the tech side to solve, right? Like we have ethics and we have invention that sort of are supposed to go hand in hand. I feel like the ethics side of it is lagging a little bit, but like science and, and technology is always pushing about could have, right? And it's someone else's job to say should have. So as much as like any technology will have the capability to be used incorrectly, it's somebody's job to say you can't have a device in someone's house that listens to everything they say and is, you know, searchable by whatever government organization is, I don't know, thinks you're a terrorist and listens to everything you said in front of Alexa. That's the legislature's side to solve those issues. And I think more people should be in the ethics side of science and technology. And I, I think we should have a, a government that puts more regulations on companies like Facebook, who, if you give them access to your microphone to make the calls on the Facebook Messenger, it has access to your microphone. It can use it whenever it wants. Nobody likes that, but whoever designed that technology, it's not really their job to say, well, I shouldn't invent this because it could be used this way. It's, it's some ethicist. And it's the legislature's side to make that sort of thing illegal if that's what people want. They could invent it in ways that don't piss people off. They don't have to try to bite more than they can chew, you know. With the phone thing, I think part of that is the horrible design of the operating system where either the app has full access to the microphone or it has no access to the microphone. There's no middle right. ground. Either it has access to all your photos or it has access to none of your photos. I think Facebook knows that it's easier to get forgiveness than permission. And I think they think most people are going to be like, I don't like that, but they're going to be too lazy to do anything about it. Facebook think, is just going to be Facebook until someone more powerful than Facebook tells them to stop. I think it's a great time to uh, take those companies down, come out with a new brilliant idea. I mean, I kind of side with uh, we need the legislator to take some of the responsibility because if someone can make money and there's no rule to stop them from making money there, they're, they're going to take that opportunity. 
and they're going to give the money to legislators to let them keep doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think it's quite that simple because it's risky to piss customers off and the marketplace might solve it. It doesn't always happen, but some less immoral company could come along. It's not that hard to uh, install a new app. I mean, like look at MySpace. It just disappeared almost overnight. I mean, these companies are treading thin ice when they piss off customers like that. And I don't know if you necessarily need governments to uh, step in, but I just think that the uh, businesses have too good a read on uh, apathy versus convenience. They know if they can make it so convenient, then the customers will be apathetic about whatever they do to them. Um, but I don't want to get too political. So your your idea is basically to use these implantable devices for like money and like to get into the door. Do you have any like new uses for it that maybe I haven't heard about? Well, you got to have phone wallet keys, right? Every dude does that phone wallet keys pat down on their way out of the house. You could eliminate keys and wallet with something you can't lose because it's under your skin. I like that. If I could just like put my hand near the front door of my house and unlock it, I'd like that. Uh, I would like it if when I used a device, if I put my hand near it, it would remember my user settings. It would know who I was. It would bring up my Netflix profile. It would bring up my Amazon. It would remember how I like my coffee, stuff like that. Basically, anything that can uh, interface with any device, it could remember settings. It couldn't solve the phone necessarily, but the wallet and keys could be eliminated. Do you want like the Bill Gates like high tech house where it like as you're walking through the house, it's like heating the room to your preferred temperature as you're walking through it and like uh, changing all the paintings on the wall to be the paintings that you like when you walk by. And then they change to be the paintings the wife likes when she walks by and like that type of thing. Like, I mean, that, that type of thing is like that's when you have, you know, all the money in the world. But for people who don't have Bill Gates money, this is something simple that if you opted in, you could eliminate your, oh, I don't have my ID. Oh, I don't have my wallet. I don't have my keys. I don't necessarily think it needs, you don't need Tony Stark's house necessarily, but to make things a little more convenient, I, I think this could eliminate just all the crap dudes have to haul with them. I don't like having a giant wallet. So they have like, for iPhone 10, they have like the uh, eye scanner, the face scanner, and then they have like fingerprint things. Yeah. What if you could, like, buy things in the store using your fingerprint? Would you prefer that as opposed to an implant? Or is that, like, scary for you, having your fingerprint in a database for uh Yeah, purchases? exactly. There, there's that. I mean, there's also, I feel like there are more low-tech physical ways to hijack a fingerprint than there are, like, a, a chip. I don't know. I would it's always going to be like high tech identity theft, but we're talking super low tech to steal someone's thumbprint. I think super low tech things are hard to steal in mass numbers. So yeah, that's a that's a good point. Like some dude could steal my thumbprint, but some dude in Russia can't steal a million thirty thousand thumbprints. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but also you gotta count on the uh, database's security then, because even if you're not targeted specifically, the database might be targeted for a hack. That's no different than your credit union being vulnerable or something mm-hmm. like that. Assuming that end of it is insured, so I don't have to worry about that. Now, let's say you do get the implant. I'm picturing like under my house where I've got like a bunch of old telephone wires that aren't used for anything. And then some old like video wires that aren't used for anything. The house walls are just cluttered with obsolete garbage. You basically, unless you remove the implant, as you keep getting newer and newer implants, you might just turn your body into like 
just full of obsolete garbage. Well, I think you could easily pull out the chip and replace it. Like uh, a simple RFID chip that's used to like tag animals, that's the size of a grain of rice. That's something you could pop in real easily and painlessly and something you could pull out, you know, so you're not just stacking up a pile of chips inside somebody. Kind of depends on everyone wanting to use the same chip because you could end up in that same scenario just because like every company decides you need your own chip for it to work. <laughs> I just see yeah. a lot of ways you Apple just Pay end up Google a, Pay, yeah. <laughs> just you full of grains of rice. Your you hand is so, I love that. That's funny. Um, if my company gave me the option to do the chip, I think maybe eventually if they come up with more than trivial conveniences, like it's not hard to carry around a wallet when you're at work, like. I don't leave my wallet at my desk. But if it gets to the point where, okay, having that chip means that it'll bring me my coffee and heat my lunch for me and like all these perks that actually make a difference, then maybe I, I would end up getting the chip. But well, I think over time, the conveniences accumulate and the inconvenience is equally trivial from my perspective. Like when I heard about it, everyone's like, yeah, you get like nothing out of it. But I'm like, yeah, but it costs you like nothing. You get a chip the size of a grain of rice under your skin and you forget about it forever. Part of it also, it could be like digital CrossFit where you get the chip and then that's all you talk about from then on. <laughs> and you become that annoying guy who always talks about the chip. The chippies won't eat lunch with the non-chippies. It's into like a Gattaca situation. The people who've upgraded start getting the privilege in society one last thing let's say your girlfriend or your spouse let's say she doesn't want to get the chip would you dump her i kind of think that's like me divorcing my wife for having an iphone and i don't she doesn't hold that we don't it doesn't feel like a class difference within our house what if you want to buy all these bill gates type things they start selling like the uh things to set the heat based on your setting as you walk by and all the all these conveniences keep piling up but the wife doesn't want any of them in the house it's like no you can't have all of these things that you want jason it's opt-in right so like if we had the system she couldn't access it but i could still have it but all of the gadgets and stuff that get plugged into the wall and that get mounted on your refrigerator or whatever she says no I don't want my friends to see all of this nerd shit. I don't want any of this in my house. You have to go without, Jason. What well, almost makes her sound like a Luddite, doesn't it? Like That's something that would have reared its head before if she still had a flip phone. I think there would be warning signs of that before like a huge confrontation over some minimal tech. So you would break up with her is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, also what happens I with mean, like... I, I don't know. That's interesting. <laughs> Yeah, what happens when, like, everything in the house is queued into the chip and she can't turn anything on? Well, there would be a manual interface, I would think. Might cost more, but... Yeah, if she couldn't do anything, she's like, can you drive home from work and open the fridge? Yeah, that would be inconvenient at that point. If you can have a chip, then you could buy a dongle, presumably, that you wave in front of stuff, and it would be, like, the same thing. But you could leave the dongle. It's not part of you. You'd have the option of forgetting it, which is what I'm trying to avoid, but you would have the option of just being able to use it. Um, any last thoughts on your idea? No, I just, I can't wait until there's more of a reason to do it. You know, I can't wait till the conveniences start to accumulate and really outweigh the potential risk.